Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. It is great to be with you once again on our weekly podcast. We'd like to take time to unpack what God did at our services the previous weekend, take some time to look ahead. Joined here with Dan. It's hey. really exciting to have you on, man. We yep. have some fun things to chat about this uh, podcast episode. Uh, Kevin had a pretty amazing message that he shared. <laughs> yeah. uh, amazing in the, not just what he shared, but the weight of what it means for us as a congregation. Um, and many people, it would have been the first time hearing it, yeah. of course, because this is the first time he shared this message publicly. Uh, but there is a lot of, storyline and history that led to this moment that many might not be aware of, of course, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you and I are aware of because we're in a lot of the, the meetings and the conversations that take place. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm just, you know, in kicking this episode off and looking back on what God did this past weekend, a lot of incred- incredible moments within the message. You were at all three, so you observed how people responded to it. Yeah. But I, And we can chat about all that, but I'd love to yeah. start with the history element help bring people up to speed who may have heard it for the first time and they're like where did this come from because right maybe they're thinking you woke up on thursday morning after this crazy dream and (laughs) thought i gotta do all this is what we gotta do this is where we're going um but there's a lot more history to it than that dan would love to hear yeah yeah and i you know obviously i'm i'll do my best to represent kevin as he's you know talked to us but he shared on sunday um, this encounter he had with Jesus during worship. And that certainly uh, happened in January, I believe right. he said. But, you know, throughout the year here of 2023, uh, Kevin has been uh, sharing this. And this is something that's been building, that's been birthed in him from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, is to my recollection, it was probably sometime around the summer, uh, maybe June, when we first started hearing some of what God was sharing with him. Um, But I think it's important just for our community to know, you know, uh, this wasn't something where uh, Kevin did this in isolation. This was something he he took it to the elders as the gatekeepers. They wrestled through this. They really discerned and prayed um, about this. And and I don't mean to say any of this uh, as if like there's like some big like clarity even at this point kevin's just trying to be faithful to what god's showing him and as a leader just kind of say hey this is what i believe god's saying to us as a community through me and i'm i i almost feel like he's at a place where he's like i'm not gonna name a direction or whatever i'm gonna be faithful to what god's given me and so he 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 did that with the elders he shared that with our uh staff and pastoral team and so we have been processing we have been praying uh, we have been believing this, and um, as best as I can imagine, he can. He has been sharing this so that even we could come uh, to faith in, uh, for the same things that God's been showing him. And you know, so that's really, yeah. um, it's a really healthy thing. Um, and I, I don't mean to pretend that any of you listening or anybody you know, on the podcast is like, oh yeah, Kevin not only just came with this out of nowhere, but that there wasn't any kind of community discernment before this. And now he has this task as a senior pastor and as a communicator where he has um, this months of journeying with God. And now he's trying to communicate this to a congregation 
in the message time that we have on a Sunday morning, which is uh, somewhat of a, an impossible task, but it began this weekend and it was pretty powerful. So I'm not sure what else you were going to say. Well, there was, this isn't, it's not like it's the only message. Yeah. Uh, it's actually three messages, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, three weeks he's going to be devoting to sharing and unpacking these things. But you bring up a great point, uh, which I think is healthy to be reminded of, which is that Kevin's not pretending to know exactly what we're going to be expecting or what God's going to do. Yeah. Um, he's sharing with the congregation, having already processed with the elders, uh, most importantly to say, hey, here's what I believe the Lord is speaking. And they processed over months of prayer mm -hmm. and conversation, processed with the pastoral team and the staff team as well. Um, sensing this is what i believe god is saying to us yeah. we don't know what it looks like but this is where we are essentially we're saying yes to journeying in this direction that's right uh, and we're all being called to essentially as a, as a congregation um to say yes to that end as well yeah um and the you bring up another good point this isn't in isolation as well um and this has been confirmed actually. Mm -hmm. and, and he has two more weeks to unpack these things. Yeah. So I don't know what details he'll bring, yeah. but we could share a few of those. Like, so for example, remember Calvin Greiner, who, man, was it two months ago, was praying and just felt a prophetic impression. And he sent That's a right. message to Kevin, yep. hey, I believe God is gonna do this and do this and do this. And it had so much confirming That's language right. so in scripture that, yep. so, that was so like, not just supporting what Kevin's impressions were, but were what were like word for word the mm -hmm. same things confirming yeah. a matter. And then beyond that, last week we had Mark Dupont with yep. us, himself quoting, um, saying particular things that were profound, um, and he quoted out of the particular scriptures. For example, Zacchaeus, you know, yeah. and just saying, what did he tell us as a body when he's preaching? Put your hunger on display. If God calls you, if God's moving in your, in, on you yep. in a particular way, however it might be, uh, then put your hunger on display, come to the front, right? And people were responding throughout the service. Yep. But like that was the same language that Kevin brought mm -hmm. to us when he said, I feel like God wants to do this. And he's looking for reciprocating responses yes. to match his desire to be with us. Yep. He's looking for somebody to match that. And he used Zacchaeus to say Zacchaeus matched the desire to be with Jesus yeah. that Jesus had to be with him. Yep. Essentially putting your hunger on display. And Mark used the same passage out of Zacchaeus or mm -hmm. the same example. Yeah. That's just a few examples. Yeah, it is. It, you know, there's that. And then, of course, um, you know, one of the things I love about our community and, and about Kevin's leadership is just this, um, this dance between the subjective and the objective, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, the reality is, is that what he was experiencing, the, 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 even the affirmations and confirmations through pro other prophetic words, um, he could then go to scripture, to the objective word of God exactly. and just see the truths in him. And, and really, uh, I know it has been for me personally, um, when he, Kevin first shared, like he did on Sunday, just from Genesis to Revelation, God's desire to be with us. Um, I was like, yeah, of course, right? Like, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Mm -hmm. But then when he got into the specificity, like, oh, okay. oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> but, you know, um, and you know, you know, as uh, 
you know, as he shared these things with us, he ha uh, Kevin had pages upon pages right. of research, of scriptures upon scriptures, where this is just a consistent thing right. throughout. And so once, you know, uh, just to personalize it, you know, just so once I started to take that and, and sit before the Lord with, with the scriptures and to see what he was seeing, what God was showing to him, right. it, it went beyond... Um, it went beyond just information to a place where I, I, I began to share in that revelation, right? And, um, and it, you know, I hope and I pray that uh, even though, as he said, he had to skip across, you know, the pond with a stone yeah. this weekend, I pray that the same thing happens for you and for our community, that, you know, um, that people really feel like even this week, maybe as you listen to this, you're like, you know what? Um, Kevin's time failed him to go through that, to go through scripture and see and start to read how clear it is through scripture that God wants to be with us. Yeah. Yeah. I was really encouraged during the service, after the service, the response of the congregation. Yeah. Um, and, but as I was sitting there, I was listening from the I don't know, putting myself in the shoes of somebody hearing for the first time. How is somebody hearing yeah. this for the first time hearing this? And that would be different depending on how long they've been a part of us versus if this is their first time experiencing right. us. But Kevin, he's so objective in every one of his teachings, week in and week out. Yeah. You arrive and you're like, he's not going to give me any of his thoughts. He's going to give us, here's what the scriptures say, and this is what it requires of us if we're going to follow him. Yeah. Every teaching is like that. And this would be a different few weeks for sure where it's more in the it's not lacking the objective but he uses the word the difference between logos and rhema mm -hmm. uh, and he yep. started off with that passage out of romans 10 uh we have faith uh by the spoken word which is the now word yep uh by what he's speaking right now and this is a now word for effort community church yeah. and not just for us only the that god wants to bring his glory in and release his presence on a region, which we've been actually praying for. This narrative has been alive in intercession for longer than I've been here. Mm -hmm. Like over 20 years, uh, they've been praying for a shared outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yep. So this is not new by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. This yeah. has been an intercession seed form, you know, calling on God to move regionally yes. for a long time. And it's coming into a moment of such intense, I don't know, the, the, the time of birthing is upon us, so to speak. Mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're full term for this, and it's yep. any day kind of intensity. Where Mark DuPont last week mm -hmm. said the exact thing, which is, hey, I was a part of what God did in Toronto. Yes. And my sense is that you are nearer to whatever this move is mm. than what I sensed there. Now. Yeah. That by itself is just a subjective sense. Yeah. But that in, he wasn't briefed on everything we're chatting about. Mm -hmm. He has no idea what we've been chatting about for months and months. That in concert with everything else already going on adds to the confirmation, wow, this truly is what we believe the Lord is speaking to us now. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like? And this is Kevin's posturing. What does it look like for us to match the longing for God? Yes. His longing to be with people how do we match it with our, yes, Lord, we want to be with you, right. Psalm 27. Yep. Um, one thing I have sought from the Lord, that which I'll seek after. I've asked and I'll seek after that we would dwell with him. Yep. Um, 
It's pretty exciting. I mean, it's really exciting. I mean, it's it's um, it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know the beauty the beauty of it um, for me was the the tangible presence of the Lord this weekend. Um, man, I felt it last weekend too, and and just like a, I don't know, like a heavy piece. I don't know what else to say. Um, and just the way that people. Um, not everyone, but there was certainly a, a large uh, amount of people that I know um, you could tell they just didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. You could experience God's presence. And I, I, you've interacted with them too. You've had yeah, conversations I've had with conversations them. with people that, you know, just like, I don't want to leave. And, yep. and, um, and so I, I'm just so encouraged by that. I'm, I'm believing, uh, I'm, to to take words that Kevin used, um, I'm not in a place of hope, but I'm in a place of faith that we're going to continue to see that intensify. Um, And and I think that Kevin is, Kevin doesn't want to say this is what that looks like, and I don't either. Yeah. But I, but I, I mean, right. But I'm a yes. Yeah. So uh, switching gears slightly, um, I don't want to assume everybody who experienced our weekend services is in full 100% agreement. <laughs> Let's go without any yeah. reservation. Yeah. You know, Kevin himself and the elder team took months in prayer before they actually arrived at a, yes, this is what we believe yeah. the Lord is saying and we're gonna follow through with it. So, you know, much less people who hear the message for the first time. How would you, Dan, go about pastoring somebody who has reservations or like, I'm unsure, what does this mean? All the yeah. questions that may come yeah. uh, or perhaps already have. How do you find yourself pastoring people you know because mm-hmm. there's, there's what two thousand people showing up yep. at a weekend service more people than that who call ecc their home church who watch online and uh who can't be here every week of course yep um how we how do we go about pastoring people to arrive at what you just said we don't know what it looks like yeah because that's a lot of people carry that need yes a felt need to want to know uh to to yielding and saying yes like I don't know what it looks like, but I don't have to, to still say yes. Like, how are you finding yourself pastoring people? Yeah. So, the one of the first things I would say is that uh, if your response after Sunday was, or after Saturday night was, uh, all this like, what does this mean? Where are we going? All these things, right? Uh, or even if it was, I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, my first response is, um, Kevin's character. And who he is, uh, if you've been a part of this community, you know who he is. Right. He's an authentic leader. Yep. He's a faithful leader. His character speaks for himself. And and so um, and so that's that's one thing I would point to. The other thing I would say is there's gonna be two more weeks where he's gonna be sharing this. Yeah. And so come and listen and and ask the Holy Spirit to to give you ears to hear what he's saying, mm-hmm. you know. Um and the other thing I would say is it's hard for us, it's hard for me and for you. We've been on this journey for months. So it's 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 we're not anticipating or expecting anyone to go in 30 minutes, which we've done for months. Yeah. Like that's that's not necessarily to a, arrive at a place of faith and expectation. Right. It's just not a but, only after one message that we but we can yeah. but I would encourage people, and I have encouraged people, um, look at what Kevin said, which was this week, that from Genesis to Revelation, it is clear that God's desire is to be with us. That's the title of the sermon series, God with us. Right. 
and um, and that there are many things that get in the way of of our desire to be with him, or maybe it is not even our desire, but could be our own. Uh, we look at our own sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, our unrighteousness rather than his unrighteousness made through the blood of Jesus Christ, right? Whatever that is. And just start there. Just start with that simple thing. Okay, God, I want to see in the scriptures how you desire to be with me, mm-hmm. how you desire to walk with us, how do you desire to be in an intimate personal right. relationship with us. Um, and don't feel like you need to focus so much. I think our tendency... Man, I know I'm not being completely articulate here. Our tendency is to to look at the end, mm-hmm. right? And we get worked up or we get overwhelmed with that. So my my coaching or my pastoring to people is like, just start with the simple. Like Kevin wanted us to see this week, the scriptures are clear. God wants yeah. to be with his people. Right. So start with that. Yep. Sit with the Lord in that. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be faithful with that. Right. And he shared a picture, an image, uh, a vision he had personally, which was the blood of Jesus. Here's the capturing it in five seconds. The blood of Jesus is sufficient and there is no shortage of it. Correct. And it covers everything. Yeah. So any sin or unrighteousness or whatever might cause a person to say, mm-hmm. unworthy, um, not here, won't work, whatever, like the blood of Christ is sufficient to that. Yep. Um, and that's all priming the pump of because of the blood of Christ, God can be with his people. Yep. And it was the very sacrifice of his son that is the clearest demonstration of God's desire to be with people, having taken care of everything, Colossians 2, and nailed it to the cross. Everything that was between you and God is is hanging on a cross that there would be nothing between you. Um, It's the clearest demonstration. For sure. And so he, he really set it up with that um, for the following two weeks. And, you know, we're coming yeah. up this weekend. Kevin's going to bring part two and then part three. And then we're into Christmas. Merry <laughs> then Christmas. We're into Christmas. Merry... Where we celebrate God coming to be with us. What? I would... No, really? <laughs> yeah. But no, for, I mean, yeah. And just to, just to, you know, hit on that really quickly, Matt, it's, it is beautiful. So many things happened uh, at the cross and we know that. Oh, yeah. But to just capture for this week, for this moment, that uh, Jesus Christ pouring his his blood out on the cross was a way in which God demonstrated physically um, of his desire to be with us. Yes, we could never have walked with him the way he wanted us to in the garden back in Genesis again. But his desire was so Mm -hmm. great that he came. Yeah. And um, man, that's like a, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <it is laughs> start enough. there. Mm-hmm. If you're wrestling, just start there this week so good. and see what, what the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart about. Thanks, Dan, for being on today. Yeah, Pretty man. excited for what God, obviously, the Me next too. couple of weeks and talking about as a congregation. Yeah. But man, my heart is just filled with the the unknown, the mystery, yet the excitement, anticipation of yeah. what is this going to look like here? This is... Man, I don't think we have a clue. Um, and I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. Um, it's really exciting. So me thanks too. for b- taking the time yeah, today. Man. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Look forward to connecting with you this weekend at our weekend services and also next week on the podcast then. Until then, God bless you. We'll see you then. See ya. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening 
You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com. Effort